If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At wlfe-dv.com for upcoming shows and so much more. Hey everyone, it's Tuesday night again. You know what that means, don't you? It's time to join Mike and Christy for another episode of Where's My Sage? A show hosted by a psychic medium and a guy on a quest to find Bigfoot. Who would have thought? Together, they will take you on all sorts of adventures and not with lots of different people. Christy even gives readings. It's time to sit back. No, nope. Get up and get ready. You can't sample the universe sitting down. Your hosts are waiting. Come on, let's go. And I removed Christy from the stream when I went to a mute him tonight. Good evening. This is Mike from Where's My Sage with my wonderful co-host, Christy London. And where else are you from, though? Yeah, I don't know where I'm from. Him over here. <laughs> yeah, where where's going, sage? Yeah, where's <laughs> yeah, what show we're doing tonight? What show we're going with this week? Uh, Lord, man. Again, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy day. And on the second half, I got some really cool Bigfoot news. So we'll hit that on uh, the second half of our hour. Awesome. But... Uh, how are you this evening? And uh, I'm good. We're here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we're, good. we're good. We're yeah. here in a little bit of a rush tonight because we got some great guests and we got a little bit of time constraints here this evening. So uh, say a couple little hellos. Uh, hello, Jeannie. Hi, Mom. <laughs> okay. Hello? It's Jeannie. Jeannie. Right. Well, maybe I should put glasses on or something tonight. I can't. Or just call her mom. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, that just lost my five bonus points with her for the rest of the week. I guess. Oh, ew. She's not going to tell me to tell you about any cool shows on TV anymore. That's yep. it. You're on the B list. There's I a B list in the B list, and you're on the B list now. <laughs> I'm going to just go hide in the woods back here. So, uh, you know, just there you go. Happen, you know? <laughs> so, good so, evening, everybody. <laughs> just hiding in the woods. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how is everybody? How was everybody else's week? It was pretty good, though. It was pretty good. We're making okay. progress, right? Yep. And hello, Michelle. Hi, Mom too. <laughs> Mom too. Yeah, that or two. Mom, Mom too. Okay. So we got cool... Yeah. So we got a cool show tonight. We got some great we guests. Do. We do. Yes, we do. And... Very excited because they're they're hello, like our twin. This is gonna be great. <laughs> yep. So and hello, Pam. Hi, Pam. So so why don't you uh, introduce so, our guests? So, so, yeah, we don't want to waste any time today. No. So we have two very cool people coming on today. And they are, they have a lot of experience and a lot of background with paranormal investigations. And um, they started with their own group and uh, slowly made their way up. So we have Brian Murray and we have Rochelle Stratton on tonight from Ghost Hunters. A&E's Ghost Hunters. And now this is your cue, Michael. Where are they? <laughs> I got it on time for. Uh, Hi, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Good. 
good. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Moms. And everyone else. Hello. <laughs> We have to do our, you know, weekly ritual. Mike screws up some names. We have to crack his grammar beforehand. It's a whole thing. It's, know. You know, yeah. this sounds so familiar. It's not even funny. She's getting there, though. She's getting there. <laughs> Love it. You guys are in for a treat tonight. <laughs> That's great. So how's the weather where you are? <laughs> um, it's cold right now. Mm -hmm windy it was snowing it was raining then it was snowing again the weather here is stupid you never like it, you right i love it it'll snow Why? in the same day be like 70. i don't like sweating through my shoes okay well i'll give you that i will give you that <laughs> is that when you sweat through first <laughs> i just i, I was like gonna go with that <laughs> So I like it cold, man, and it's cold here. So I love it. I love, I love it. I, like, I don't really like snow, but I like the rain, and I like sun's not a big, I'm not a fan. We are the two sweatiest people you'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad that like my hair is wet underneath. I have like the unibrow, the mustache, and the goatee sweat. My brows start melting down to a mustache. It's I'm on my third day. He's on his third birthday, and it's 32 degrees out. Oh I didn't bring water over, but I may dehydrate. Well, then I can only imagine what you're like on an investigation. I, I was just gonna say, can't check them for something good going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so what state are you guys in that this weather is so crazy because you're you're describing western new york <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. we, live in, we live in southern illinois wow okay all right because you sounded a lot like our area here yeah <laughs> you know all four seasons in one day sometimes so yeah it's crazy oh my gosh <laughs> All right. Well, I know everybody's probably going to have some questions for you, so we should probably get the show on the road, huh? Whatever. Let's do this. Excellent. All right. So why don't you um, tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you each got involved in the paranormal? Give us a little bit of the backstory. Okay. Well, this is some of the secrets. You, you go first or you? <laughs> All right. Do it. So I had my first paranormal experience when I was eight years old. I woke up in the middle of the night to someone standing at the foot of my bed and they were dressed in period clothing. They had a bonnet on, like an apron. Um, a lot of the dresses that you're seeing at Target right now that they're selling, that's what they were wearing. Uh, and some of you might know what I'm talking about. Some of you might not. They're I've seen like, the Little House on the Prairie dresses? Yeah, that's what she... <laughs> so, I told my mom about it and she didn't believe me. Um, the following night, my sister woke up to the same person standing at the foot of her bed. So our mom was kind of like, okay, there might be something to this. Uh, but she was really not about the paranormal. Um, so when you're eight years old, there's only so much you can do. Eventually, you know, at holidays, we play with the Ouija boards and all that stuff. Summing demons at Christmas, you know, fun things. Uh, and then as I got older, um, in my 20s, I started to go to different ghost hunts and 
paranormal events with my sister. Um, eventually she was like, Hey, they have paranormal groups and I'm going to try to join this team. Do you want to come? And I told her, no, you go first. And if it's not a cult, then maybe I'll show up <laughs> because let's be honest, you got to be a little suspicious of things in the paranormal, right? Um, oh, yeah. Well, Just a little. Um, so she went. She's like, these people are awesome. It was so much fun. Um, she's like, I'm going to see. I'm going to talk to the founder um, and see if you can come along. And I was like, okay. Uh, she's like, okay. So he said, no. Not this first time. I was like, okay, but a, I really want to come. I was like, jerk. this guy. Like, there's plenty of oh, ghosts. Where's my button? <laughs> so she kept badgering him and badgering him and badgering him. And then finally he caved and I got to go. And I just loved it. And I loved all the people. And I was like, I want to join. So he asked me a series of really stupid questions. <laughs> to do with the paranormal and then he told me to flip a coin and if it was heads i was in if it was tails i was not i flipped it i lost the coin couldn't find it so let me <laughs> this guy sounds brilliant this is <laughs> a piece of work I like him. so yeah that's how i got the paranormal field you're up. gotcha so ryan <laughs> Okay. What's so, to do here? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want her. Um, <laughs> I'm still not sure, but I'm stuck with her I mean, now. She's passed the test now, but it's been. <laughs> um, oh my god! So when I was about 16 years old, I went over to a, a young girl's house to try to date her. Uh, brought my buddy Matt with me. While we we're at her house, she uh, she went to the restroom, and her mother came out with. We're in the basement. She came out with a tray of drinks and she bent over to set. Nobody has trays anymore, but I, a, I have trays too. I, have a tray. I might have that tray. She has, she set the tray down on the table. She bent over to put them on the table and behind her was a man standing there. Um, he made eye contact with us. He turned, he walked away. I uh, looked at Matt and I said, um, so I'm ready to go if you are. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this girl. I don't know her. I don't need to. We left. Um, I still have not spoke to the girl. Uh, I, don't know that I, was I um, always joke and say that we're still dating. <laughs> anyway, on the way home, I, uh, you know, it scared us because like, there was a guy there and then he went away, was there. So just started researching anything I could on the paranormal phenomena because I was scared. Um, Watched anything I could, read. That's what I used to read. I don't read much more. You know, I don't do it at all anymore. I don't even like to read my phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I decided that uh, I'm going to figure this out because somebody's going to come up to me one of these days and say, hey, I'm scared of what's going on in my house. And I wanted to be able to be like, dude, I know how that is. Let me help you out. And that's what started it. So I, was, I was in Marine Corps for... A, a good period of time, and I ended up seeing a show uh, towards the end of my career in the military. I saw a show called Ghost Hunters, <laughs> and I thought it's easy. Like these guys are regular Joes, and 
they're awesome and look what they're doing we can do that so i called matt again and i said i'm, I'm moving home i'm done with the military um let's start a group and he said that'll be fine let's let's i've been thinking about it too so we started riverbend paranormal 2007 or so went on some investigations and ever since then it's been a major part of my life talk about the turning point when you got you know tried to tell someone no about joining the team but yeah I'm i want to hear that story from <laughs> okay. yeah what's I'm at, that one i'm at a softball game because i feel like that's a very interesting story that we can't do this <laughs> i'm at a softball game and my phone goes off and you look at it and this young lady that says uh hey i'd like to join your paranormal team blah 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 this lady was very pretty her name it was her sister and i was like okay that's a fake profile so I'm gonna go at bat. I'm gonna go bat and get back to the phone later on. I'm not worried about that. I didn't think it was a real profile. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen. It. <laughs> yes. So I did yes. and then I got another one that says um, still really interested or something on those lines. And I was like, okay. So I met with her, and she joined the team. And I was like, she's great. She's amazing. And she's like, I have a sister that would like to come. And I was like, no, I don't need her. You know, like. I didn't know her at the moment. So I was like, I don't need her. And she asked us, you know, a couple of times. And I just was like, no, 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 no. And then finally she wore me down and then she showed up and I was like, okay. Um, so I want to keep her too. And I put her through a series of tests and questions to join the team. Um, one of the questions were. <laughs> it was so stupid. There's no paranormal questions at all. Not. I was like, the question was, am I journeying a cult? <laughs> Especially after you asked me this question that he asked. Yeah, I was like, um, so if you're going to throw a party, would you have Ch Kenny, Kenny Chesney? Kenny Chesney. Which I don't even know who is. <laughs> or our Lady Gaga, who would you invite? Oh, Lady Kenny Chesney all the way. Oh, sorry. I didn't answer to anything at that point because I didn't know what to do. So that was her test to get in. She got in and, uh, you know. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. 
And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I haven't been a little shaker yet. That's awesome. Good thing, because she seems to know her stuff. She, hey, <laughs> well, thank you. She's, she's You're great. welcome. I, I like it. That's awesome. You know, wow. we're best friends now. I wore them down. He can't get rid of me. So, you know, there's that. That's how it is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> family. Hi. Hi, guys. George. Hi, George. Hi, everyone else. Um, but uh, so that happened. We started investigating with each other. And then, um, yes. Do you want to talk about how. We, do you guys care how we got on Ghost Hunter? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, like, we do. Right yeah, we. Yeah, we. I mean, we've we've got some questions, and if it's a show's coming back, so let's find out how you guys got to that. Yeah, change that up. Let's hit it. And again, yeah. folks, please like, share, subscribe, get the word out there. Let them know we're here. So. Yes. So okay, I come home from the sewer line that I was working on. I was in my bibs, dirty, smelly. Got a phone call. Uh, didn't recognize the number. Thought, oh, bill collector, let's go outside and see what I didn't pay. You know, we've got water, we've got lights, we've got lights, right? You know, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I get outside, <laughs> and uh, it was a, a lady that said, Would you be interested in doing a paranormal show or, or doing a Skype interview for a possible paranormal show? And Rochelle and I had done a few of those, and they always turned out to be whatever the thing about that is people like when you're in the paranormal field and on a team that like our team's pretty well known around our area and has a pretty good reputation you will get calls from producers or whatnot that right. want you for a show and the first time it happens you're like oh my god i'm gonna be on a show and this is not something that i ever even thought of when i joined the paranormal field like I just thought, I like ghosts, and I want to know more about them. So let's do this. Um, so the first couple ones we were kind of like super excited about, um, but nothing ever came of it. Uh, we're still mad at the first lady who called us because she really let us on, and then she ghosted us. Which I'm kind of, I know your name. I don't even I remember. I told you. you I liked your couch. You did couch was remember you. <laughs> Off on a tangent. We're not even bitter. No. <laughs> so anyway, by the time this rolls around, we were like, okay, sure you do. Whatever. Yeah. So I just interject, but it's you're okay. supposed to no, pick back do up. Do it. Anyways. We basically, I got on there and I just answered my questions like I'm in my beds and I'm like, so we went no. And they're like, <laughs> these questions and I'm just asking like, yeah, I mean, I got a paranormal team, blah, 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 I'll do that. And the guy was like, I love you. I was like, oh, okay, well, I love you too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else do we need? I want to get some producers in here. I want to send you and, and let the producers see this and, and all that. And I was like, okay, they called me back uh, with the producer and they were talking to me. And they're like, hey, we know that you run a team um, in your area. Is there anybody on the team that you can talk to or that we can talk to? I said, you can talk to all of them, whoever you want. 
and uh, they ended up looking down the line and seeing uh, who they wanted to speak with, and they picked Rochelle. So when they called me, um, I was like, okay, sure, why not? Like, let's talk. Um, I didn't know if it was a joke, like a prank, like Brian was trying to prank me about something. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, so I was talking to this guy and I was unapologetically myself. Like I pressed, <laughs> I said whatever. Um, I, he was asking me questions and I do this weird thing that after I answer <laughs> a question, I end it with, I don't know. Like I, I honestly, I have no idea why I do it. I still do it. Um, I'm fully aware that I do it after everything that I say when I'm getting interviewed and I can't break the habit. So he's asking me these questions and I answer them. I'm answering them fully, completely. I know that I'm answering them fully. And then I say, I don't know if that answered your question or not. And he called me out on it. He says, you say that a lot. I said, I say what a lot. He's like that. You don't know, but you answered it. I said, I don't know why I do that. I just do. It's some, it's a nervous tick, I guess. I don't know. And he's like, okay. So towards the end of the interview, he's like, do you have any questions for me? So I fired off like several questions and he answered all of them. And then was like, I don't know if that answered all your questions or not. I was like, ah, it's not so easy. Is it when the roles are reversed? So I was kind of like giving the guy who was interviewing me, for a potential job, shit. Like, why would you do that? You're supposed like this is just the beginning of Brian and I not putting our best foot forward. <laughs> I don't know. But he ended up saying he loved me as well. I was like, okay, you don't you don't know me, but I'm sure you'll get virus remorse eventually. But okay, let's continue to do that. Um, they eventually called that. Like we had a couple other calls. Um. And then they're like, we want to fly you out to California to do some investigating on camera. And I was like, okay. I told my husband about it. And he was like, who are these people you're talking to? He's like, yeah. I'm who they work for. Like, cause he's like, mm -hmm. sex trafficking is a real thing. And you're flying <laughs> out to California to be on a TV show. He's like, no. So he was looking all these people up and he's like, all right, they actually work for the company they say they work for. And He's like, and if Brian's going too, then okay. He's like, I have fun, good luck. So um, I clear it with work and everything, get my patients taken care of, get childcare for my kids and stuff. We fly out to California, walk in, um, and they have like, they meet with each one of us and start talking to us. And this one guy who was talking to us, he said, okay, so... We have you for the week, but you may get sent home early. And I said, whoa, 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 what? He's like, yeah, um, we'll have you do some on, like you have to take some tests, like an IQ test and then a personality test and a psych evaluation and everything, and then investigate, but we may send you home early. I said, no. And he was like, what? I said, no. I said, you're not sending me home early. I said, I got work covered. I've got childcare. You have me for a week. So <laughs> I said, I don't care if you don't want to do the show. This is a mini vacation for me. You got it. <laughs> I will get water for you. And he was like, kind of like, 
he didn't laugh. He didn't have a sense of humor. I'm going to be honest with you. He's very intimidating and scary. But anyway, they ended up keeping us. We had to go in and interview in front of like head honchos. And Brian went in first, you know, set the bar. And I <laughs> and, uh, Brian, go ahead and tell him what. What? Uh, I don't know that it was sure. Okay, we don't want to talk about it. Anyway, we didn't put a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, just spoiler alert, we made it. <laughs> they called us, and then when they told, called us and told us, we were like, okay. And the guy was like, this is a good thing. You can be excited. I was like, I am. Said, this is what you sound like when you're excited. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but all I was thinking was processing, like, when am I leaving? Who's going to watch my kids? Mm-hmm. Do I have to quit my job, yep. like, right now? Holy shit. Like, what is, like, I just, right. okay, like, I, I do this, and I'm excited, <laughs> but I didn't think it was ever really going to happen. Right. Like, you know, where you're like, Yeah. Sounds good. Let's make plans. And then when the plans come up that day, you're a different person and you're all of a sudden like, uh, I was more carefree then when I agreed than I am now. Like, oh, wow. I went to doing a sewer line. I went, back, I went back to cleaning teeth. I was like, is that all I got? I'm off my lunch break. And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay. But <laughs> we didn't know when we went that it was for ghost hunters. Mm -mm. Like, so you did, they didn't tell you at all the whole that whole process nothing. I don't remember if they did or not. They didn't. I would have remembered. Oh that. yeah, they told us later on. They told us after they told us we got it. They're like, "All right, you're a ghost hunter." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a ghost hunter." They're like, "No, you're on the show, Ghost Hunters." And I was like, "Well, that just puts it at a whole different amount of pressure." <laughs> no pressure. At least it wasn't naked and afraid. <laughs> Which I also want to apply for. Oh, you did. We have friends. We have friends. I don't want to do that. I feel <laughs> I could do all of the stuff except for I'll just let's go on. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'll introduce you to some people. <laughs> we have another naked and afraid are coming on next week, actually. And they were on last week. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So that's the story. That's how we got it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> wow. Very grateful. Neither one of us actually thought that it was going to happen. Um, I still can't believe that it happened. Like I, I still, it doesn't register to me that we're on ghost hunters on TV. Like mm -hmm. I walked downstairs one day and I heard a voice. And I was like, Oh, that, that sounds so familiar. I was like, what, what's going on? A commercial that came on and it was me talking and I can even recognize my own voice. I was like, uh kids were like, Mom, look. I was like, Yeah, look at mom. <laughs> that head wrinkled in dark circles around her head eyes. Look at that. I actually, I actually, yeah, I actually used to see like the commercials and be like, I know them. <laughs> we get so love for seeing yeah, each other. That's, like, that's Michelle. She's I was like, right that's there. my best friend right there. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool though. So did you find out what brought the uh the production crew to you guys? 
how they found out about you or? Nope, never did, never asked. Just was like, all right, let's do this. Listen, when you get an opportunity like that, you sometimes don't want to bring attention and ask too many questions about it. Like, I, like, I don't. We was just honest. Grant had, Brian kicked me under the table at dinner because when we found out that Grant was going to be with us, because we didn't know that he was even going to be on it. And that he came up and like was like, hey, Rochelle, it's really nice to meet you. I was like, you know my name? He's like, yeah. He said, I had a hand in picking all of you guys. And I was like, what? That's what I'm talking about. That's that's exciting right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He said, my wife and me just absolutely loved you and Brian and all the rest of them. I said, why? <laughs> you won't ask who actually you know, put the good word in for you, but you'll ask Grant Wilson why he likes you. <laughs> we just kind of went with the, okay, cool. Thank you. Let's go. No, I asked why. And then he laughed and he said that reason right there. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And then Brian's oh. like, go over here. You're thirsty. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's so funny. But I think it's it's funny because he he seems like such a laid back, genuine, down to earth kind of guy. And I almost spit my drink out when I think it was you said during that one episode, we grew up watching you. Was that you that said that? Well, I said it a few times. I sure you did. Because one of you said it during that sit down and I was like, oh my God. You know, you're sitting here with all these people who grew up watching you do this. <laughs> like I was almost waiting for him to like just come back with something, you know, smart in return, you know? Yeah. No, Grant, he's a great guy. And he, what you see on TV is how he is. Very nice man. Very nice man. Extremely knowledgeable and is like, let's just be honest. This is a, he's a pioneer. He's. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. One of the yeah. very, yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. list of people that are pioneers. Him and Jason, they did amazing things for the field, for the community. And we're grateful to even, we're grateful to even get the, you know, to have this opportunity. 
Yeah. Right. Right. That's great. Hey, we well, really and have, I can, we got really like, that was sentimental right there. <laughs> um, this is like yeah. the most serious will ever be right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's. Oh, you know, one of, one of my guys isn't even allowed to get anywhere around Grant on an investigation because he investigated back with them in a day and, <laughs> and interesting. So if you guys come to Palmyra, New York, we got to get out and get away with this. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. Yeah, we can share off air. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a secret or anything. Yeah. But still. <laughs> right off when you said that, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him about Ray yeah. in the basement. That's all I'm going to say. And Palmyra. <laughs> and if Ray's here, he'll pop in. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm curious, though, real quick. How did you, before we move on, sorry, wait your turn. <laughs> I always wait my turn. I know. Um, how did you come up with the name of your group, Riverbend Paranormal? I am always just curious as to how people come up with their names and why. Uh Actually, the co-founder of the group, Matt, he came up with it. Um, so the area that we live in is called the Riverbend. Oh, okay. The river is only about two to three miles from us. Um, nice. And everything in the area is called the Riverbend. So at first, it was this really long name. It was like Riverbend Paranormal Investigating Society after big <laughs> UFOs. We kind of <laughs> shut it down left to right. So it just became Riverbend Paranormal. And, uh, you know, we had all the T-shirts and stuff like that and we still have some i i don't know where they're at but we still have <laughs> but i don't have any. do i you sound like me i gave you the business cards no you didn't you took them home i gave you the business cards so i gave them back to you i mean we it's like deja vu only in a different <laughs> i have one business card I have a none. I've got a face mask that I walk around with, and everybody goes, "Where's the show?" Uh, I don't even. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it stressful? Oh it's man, stressful. I'll tell you. What's right? not for you, Michael? <laughs> I just run the computer. That's you know, walk around. Yeah, where's Shana? Where's your wife? She's usually flipping in by watching Alice the dogs just... in the other room. <laughs> oh, where is she when I need her? Come on. Yeah jokes that like I'm the brains and he's like blonde or whatever and like he's like I just pick stuff up and carry it we were at the airport What's the one joke day. Is? This, is a joke. this is the funny thing we were at the airport one day and he was chit-chatting and my bag came around so I went to grab it because I carry shit I can well I grabbed my bag but it was super heavy and I couldn't pull it off because there was like this little gate like roped off thing I don't like a makeshift wall there. And it started pulling me down the little <laughs> circle thing. I was like, Brian, Brian, Brian. I'm just like, talking. Yeah, talking a bit. I was like, <laughs> going around the carousel. I'm like, Brian, help me. <laughs> I'm just chit chatting with somebody. Like, look at her. She's just all about. <laughs> that, I can totally relate to that. That's like, you know, flashbacks from when I'm in the woods with Mike because it's kind of like, oh, Let's Come do it twice. Zoom. <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't even mentioning. I wasn't even referring to when you left me alone twice in the woods. I just meant oh. in general. He like. do <laughs> This oh yeah. Don't. He almost fell down this ravine, and his buddy's helping me up, and Mike's like, mm -hmm. he's on the trail, and I'm going. What the hell? Yeah, I always tell. Hey, he leaves me in both figurative, figuratively and literally. Like we'll be investigating, and he'll see or hear something, and take off running. Or 
like I asked him what he heard and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, try. I was like, if you tell me what you heard, I might be able to listen for it too. And like, he'll just take off running. We were investigating Waverly Hills. And at one point he had taken off and left me so many times on our run that I just quit following after him. I was like, I don't even care anymore. Like, you're not going to catch a ghost. You can run after it all you want. Right. You're never going to actually catch it. You know y'all can do everything you're saying. I'm Hits that wall. Wham. I can hear everything you're saying about it. Am I telling a lie? Some of it. What part? Most of it. What part? Oh my goodness. We definitely have to get together at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got an interesting question oh for, for, for Rochelle and, and Christy, both of you guys oh working in the, in a dental field, when you guys listen to EVPs, can you understand EVPs better than the rest of us? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I can, Oh, because the I feel like I can catch EVPs pretty easy, and no one. Actually, I, know I, I don't know why that, that just popped no, into my head, no. but like, I'm just thinking. No, I can have things that you know propping people's mouths open, and you know, because people always ask. I'm sure they ask you. Well, what's the difference between a hygienist and an assistant? Because I always get called. What are the, like people think they're the same thing. I'm on the restorative side. Like if you have a cavity, you need a tooth pulled, surgery, whatever. She cleans teeth. And it's like, you got, if I have you propped open and we have a drill running, don't try to tell me about what you did this morning. <laughs> we have all this stuff in your mouth, but I can understand them. Give me an EVP. And I have a very hard time with that though. I do have a hard time. It must be the frequency or the way it is because I have to really put like earbuds in and turn it up and they have to adjust it. And, yeah. See, I'm an audio girl, though. Like, I love audio so much. It's not even funny. Um, catching something on camera is always cool. Yeah. But audio, I feel like it gives you so much more information. Um, you can tell if it's a man, a woman, a child. You can tell if it's intelligent by whether or not it answered you. Mm -hmm. versus... Now, it's not always, like, for sure. Right. But I feel like it gives you more details. Hang on one second. That is not happening. I'm muting it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I really feel like we got a mirror going here. <laughs> I know. Someone can have it at my house with my kids or my husband, and Mike's like, private nope. message. I can hear them. I can hear them. They <laughs> go great because now I'm really going to stress that other people heard that. So thanks for nothing. <laughs> oh, you guys. No. It's awesome. <laughs> year old who decided that he was going to come in and turn on his video game so we can hear rapid gunfire the whole entire show oh, okay <laughs> no he's going upstairs to watch something that's okay i have two down to go 22 21 and almost 14 so i completely feel your pain on that that's yes i love the effort though <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The effort is there. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to mute it. No, because <laughs> you're, he, okay. Let me just tell you right now. Because of YouTube and all of these shows where they're watching people play these video games, 
or watching these people, you know, play with toys or anything. Both children have to do commentary while they're doing that. I'm like, there's not a camera anywhere. No one can hear you but me. <laughs> like, like we're going to the bath. All right, now I'm taking blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you, must, you must have boys because boys are really good for that. Sound effects, commentary. My girls, not so much. I, I wasn't really like that either. But the boys, yeah. they're Yeah, they're I have two boys. boys and they both like yeah. play by play what they're doing. And I'm just like. Yeah. I have two boys as well. And mine doesn't do the play by play. I hear mostly this. You suck. <laughs> okay, now that's the husband during the football games. <laughs> oh, I can relate with that. You should see him watch football games. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical! I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's great though, too, because I I'm feel not- like what I saw in like watching your episodes and and seeing you in the show, it's really nice to see how people's personalities don't change. You know, you're just doing what you do, you know, and, and that you don't even expect the opportunities that come your way. You don't expect anything but to be able to go out and do what it is you love to do, you know, in the way that you feel you're meant to do it. And that's authentic and awesome in my book. So that's that's pretty good. Thank you. And I appreciate you guys not judging me for scolding my child on this show. It was extremely <laughs> <laughs> um, Any mom would understand. Trust me. Super sweaty, me too, because I was like. I wanted to be like, you're not doing this shit right now. You're not pulling this. <laughs> I, was, I was wanting to tell him, I'll send for help. <laughs> but, uh, oh, God. No, I usually just grab whatever because I, you know, get hot in the middle. <laughs> so I yeah. But, like, <laughs> the big thing that about it and us going into it is we were ourselves from the beginning and we tried to remain ourselves throughout the whole entire thing, because I'm not an actor. He's not an actor. And I think it was really good us going into the casting process or whatever, um, because we didn't pretend to be anything that we weren't. And you can only pretend for so long, and then you're going to have to give up, give it up. Right. And I just, it's a relief because we didn't have to be anything else than who we were, because that's what, got us here in the beginning so what you see is what you get this is the way we are just how we are right here when we investigate when we're at home when we do whatever that and anybody that's come across us and god bless them they have uh they've endured that as well we're i don't know we're real as you can get yeah that's great that's great go ahead so what is your what has been your favorite investigation either on the show or just as your team there, you know, in Illinois. I don't believe that we can talk about it. Um, we currently can't speak about our favorite one. So let's talk about our, one of our favorites that one of the favorites that I had on that was one of the episodes was the Perry Mansfield Performing Arts Camp in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Um, that location was I felt like so active that no matter what building we went into within five minutes, you were getting responses. And I like locations like that because sometimes a lot of time when you investigate, you don't get anything. And 
you don't know if you got anything until after you review your evidence. Mm -hmm. And that can kind of be, uh, what do you call it? Uh, discouraging because you're like, am I sitting in a dark room talking to no one and nothing is here? And now I have to wait till I review the evidence to find out if anything actually was going on. And then hopefully I'm able to go back and have follow-up questions from what I've gotten. Um, but there they were responding to you while you were asking. So it's like, okay, I do feel like someone is here um, because things are happening that I can't explain and I can't debunk. So I know that I'm not just sitting in a dark room talking to myself, which I, I like that when that happens with locations. Your favorite location, Brian? I liked Fort Stanton. I liked uh, Alaska and I liked Galena. Uh, to be completely honest, I liked every investigation that we went on. I've liked every investigation that I've went on show or not show. It's a part of what I like doing. It's a part of who I am. And I'm, you know, I enjoy all of them. Mm -hmm. Say a favorite, as long as that person that we're trying to help her. Uh, uh, Siri. Anyways, <laughs> 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 anyway, so as long as they're happy at the end of what the work that we put in, you know, right. and, but uh, I like Fort Stanton uh, a whole bunch, if you will. Yes. All those, all the locations that we got to go to. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And all the people that we got to meet. It's really that there's so much that more that goes into paranormal investigating that people don't under. I don't know if people understand unless they're a paranormal investigator. Um, the history of the location, just being, you take a step back in time a lot of times, especially when you go to like places that used to be hospitals or forts or things like that. And it's the people that care about them so much that they work them and maintain them so we can go in to them, um, to try to preserve the history. And, you know, you get to meet a lot of amazing people that care about their locations. And I think that's a perk 
that I like to see passion for things, you know, mm -hmm. like if yep. you're passionate about it, I can get behind it. I'm like, all right, at least, at least you, you know, you know yeah. what you're about and I appreciate it. Also something that's very enjoyable for us and was, was the, the crew that we had that were making everything happen for us. Kendall and Kyle and Eric are, camera guys and um, producers and everything. Everything was phenomenal. Yeah. For everybody that was a part of it was great. And, you know, um, that helped too. You know, you don't mm -hmm. want to go. I know I don't want to go to work and do things with people that are yeah. not into it or slave drivers. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. These guys, everybody was great. Yeah. The locations, the people we met, uh, obviously, Richie, our team, you know, Mustafa, Daryl, Kristen, Brandon, Grant. Uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Where, uh, no, let's, let's come back to one thought and I'll go no, forward with the next thought. Long answer. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. Are we or not? boring you guys? No, you're not boring us. <laughs> not so at all. So, with, with your military background, do you find that certain locations give you something different? Uh, certain uh, historical military sites give you more interaction than you would, let's say, at a hospital or yeah. a graveyard or something like that. I would say the like Windover Airfield was huge for me. Like these are guys that I grew up. Uh, learning about and trying to strive to be like, you know, World War II fighters. And I'm I'm huge on the military. Um, I'm a Marine. I will always say that I'm a Marine. I feel like every day, my everyday life is molded because of the Marine Corps. So when I go to a location like that and I'm, I'm sitting there trying to figure out what's going on with like World War II veterans and what they went through, it like it takes me to a whole new level. I think I can really hone in on my skills and what I want to talk to them about. And I feel like it's more than an investigation for me. I'm continuing the mission with them and I'm continuing their legacy by being there, trying to help out and trying to listen and understand what they went through and try to find the answers. Continue that brotherhood. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for your service. Well, thanks. When you have a location and you're trying to reach out to people, you kind of need to try to find some common ground because if you think about it and you're talking to a living person, you don't want to talk to someone you have nothing in common with. Right. right. You don't want to be asked a million questions. You're, if you don't have anything to connect with, you don't want to have a conversation with them. So we had, I know Brian had tons and tons of interaction when we would go to those military um, locations that had a military background um at the Wendover airfield they had a firehouse there and my husband is a firefighter um comes from a family of firefighters and we went into the firehouse and one of the claims in there was that they were doing something in there and someone said hey you what are you or like what are you hey what are you doing so we were kind of going in there trying to replicate it or whatnot and they had a bunch of trucks and i know like I'm familiar with fire trucks because I've been at a fire station. I've seen them. And so I was trying to figure out like, what would they have done? What were they doing that got someone to say, Hey, what are you doing? So I started messing with the trucks, not like messing with the equipment and things, but 
opening the doors, shutting them. And I actually caught an EVP of someone saying, hey, what are you doing? So it was cool to show to the client because I actually got a response from that they had gotten. And I was like, I think it's probably someone who like works, used to work there. And you go in there, if you start messing with stuff, they're going to ask you what you're doing because you can't. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. And then at the performing arts camp, um, Kristen and I both had um, have experience with dance when we were little. And um, I was actually a dance coach. So we actually were doing uh, turns and things in one of the um, performing, one of the theaters and we're getting some responses. And so I think it's just, you have to find some common ground and that will actually amp up your interactions and your mm -hmm. activity that you can get. What I don't think people yeah. understand that watch a television show, like these cases for us were very personal. You know, we're like, we were in it. It wasn't about just being on a camera and hoping people like it. We were actually trying to figure things out and trying to help your investigators first. You know, mm -hmm. we all come from different places in the United States. We hadn't worked with each other before. We had to build a, you know, like a like a team. And okay. in cases, it, what people don't understand is when we would leave a location, it didn't mean it stopped right there. Like we still talked to some of the people that we went out and investigated. You yeah. know, we talked to several of the locations and we um, maintain these relationships. They know that if they have something that's still going on. They can contact us. They became a part of what we do and not just for a show. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds smart sometimes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you, where's, where, where's your, uh, your dream location to go investigate? Mine's so bad. Oh come on! We're good for it. Mine would be um, mine would be Iraq. Uh, to be able to tell the service members over there that you know they're heroes and what they did uh, changed the world, and I'd like to I'd tell them I'd fight right alongside with them again um, if I could. That's where I'd want to go. Okay. Wow. And that's, that's not amazing. bad. That's I mean I know, but it's like. I don't, it's a somber. Yeah. yeah. That's where I want to go. I'd want to tell them flat out, like you guys are heroes and I'll battle with you right now. If I could. Okay. okay pick us up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hurry up. He's like, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> um, mine would be trans Allegheny. Cause I know that he wants to go there really bad. And so, oh, look who's Miss Sweet. I know. So I'd want to go there. <laughs> Don't say she never did anything for you. <laughs> right? Uh, How many uh, times he says something and I have to recover it for him? Like, <laughs> do good life. No, there, there's no recovering on that one. I appreciate that thought. And, you know, <laughs> no, not at all. My friends would. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think everyone can definitely appreciate that for well, sure. Don't again. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> way to go, right Depressing Donald. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
It's all good. So I have a question for uh, you, Missy, over there, because Hi. the one episode that I watched as well, you were having quite the empathic meltdown. <laughs> Now, I am an empath, and that is a huge part of my gifts. It's really the core, in many ways, of what drives my mediumship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, do you? Have you ever? Do you think you ever will classify yourself or give yourself that label or title? Or, you know, I don't, like, I don't even like that. Identify with those gifts that you obviously clearly have. I'm really weird about it. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm still trying to, I've been told I'm a sensitive. I've been told that I'm an empath and I sometimes like to play it off as I'm observant and they say, no, you're not. And I'm like, okay, but I don't like to label myself as anything really because I feel like so many people who don't understand it will, they assume that if you are an empath and you're psychic. And then when you can't perform, you're a fraud. And I don't want your credibility is all you have in this field. As soon as you lose it, you're like, no one's going to want to do anything with you because they're going to think you're fake and a phony. And I, so I'm really weird about it. Um, Sorry. Mike can relate to that. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring we'll bring Vita in here in a second and let her sit in here. Right. The camera. I, will say, I will say that I did get ate alive about that, and I had some people online come to my rescue about she's an empath, you dumbass, and like, but it's like trust me, me on the floor mm-hmm. crying because I'm in pain is not what I want out there. That's not the, that's not. But it makes good TV. (laughs) No, actually, I wasn't even talking about an episode where you were in pain. I was talking about the episode actually where, um, creeps, I forget where you were, but you were in, you got the hug. Yes. Where you got the hug. And honestly, it's really easy to feel pain. I think that's one of the easiest things to connect with, right? Hurt. Uh Mm -hmm. To have a sentimental, genuine that's what I'm looking for. Experience of emotion. Connection. You, yeah, but it's 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 a descriptive word. The type of emotion that, and I'm going to say she because I felt like it was a she hugged you. Actually, I think it was a she. I think it was a female. But the the kind of connection and emotion that she was able to share with you on that level that you were able to pick up on is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, and identify with it. And you know what? I feel like to each his own. You're right. Like I always tell my clients, <clears throat> I practice spiritual HIPAA because of what we do. That's so I just that's how I describe it. So, you know, I, if you can't trust me, I can't help you. Uh huh. And you know, I totally agree. People are so judgmental and so expectant. Like I've had people even ask me, "Oh well, oh you're a medium. Oh well, what's my uncle's brother's you know favorite sherpa?" And I'm like, you know what? I, maybe I can do it in the moment. Maybe I can't, but I'm not a performing monkey either. So guess what? You're going to have to make an appointment. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. If I have to answer it, you know, there's a responsibility that comes with having our gifts. So, you know, if in the moment I'm meant to help that person, I will, mm-hmm. but you know, it's kind of like you learn to hold your own mm-hmm. and own it no matter what that means for you. 
And people are too quick to say, oh, if you can't do this and you must be fake or you must not be able to do what you say, you know, you can do. And it's really hard to learn that you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. You just, and so for people who don't want to title or label themselves or acknowledge a category or whatever it is, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, you know, but I feel like for me, it empowered me to be able to say, yeah. I can do this and this is what it is mm -hmm. empowered me to say, yes, I am this, but yeah. that's how I've always been. So it's to each his own with that. And I think it's good that you are, you found like a, a place where you um, can identify and be comfortable and just say, I just do what I do. You yeah. know, it's whatever empowers us to continue to go on and accept our gifts and go on that journey. You know, I mean, it's one of those things that, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what I am. Um, and I've been working on trying to be more open to it, um, to listen to my gut more Sorry. as opposed to trying to, um, I know a lot of times when you like, or at least for me, sometimes things will pop in my head and I, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Try to explain it away. And I've been working on not trying to explain it away, but letting him know what I'm thinking. And then if it comes up, something comes of it, then great. If something doesn't come of it, then no harm, no foul. It was just right. something that came in my head. Um, but that investigation where we were at, we were at Pocatello High School. And yes. I ended up asking for a hug. Because Mustafa had came back and he said he had gotten a hug. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I even said in there that like, hey, you gave my friend Mustafa a hug. Can I have a hug? Um, and it felt like someone came behind me and wrapped their arms around me. And I started mm -hmm. to cry. But it wasn't me crying, sure. which I don't think that people understand that. I can't, I can't determine how the emotions come across. Like... Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to see me cry, let alone it be put on TV. So if I can hold it, I will. But it was it was like it wasn't me crying. It was like someone was it was a comforted like, oh, my goodness, someone's here and believes I'm here and wants to know me. And it was a hug. And when we got back, I had told them, like, I got a hug as well. And I started to cry. And Mustafa was like, what? I said, I couldn't help it. It just happened. And Mustafa had actually cried, but I didn't know anything about that. And I was, and we were describing it to each other and we were feeling the same thing. So it was really cool to uh, validate each other and our experience awesome. there. Um, but 
Yeah. If you ever get a ghost hug, it's it's weird. It's awesome, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you are a hardcore empath my dear <laughs> trust me yes <laughs> but that's what i mean like anyone who does it or knows that about themselves to watch you go through that you can really appreciate it you know and it's special and it's even if it's not the nice stuff to be able to do that and feel those things coming from spirit and even from other people around you. Cause talk about a crazy childhood being an empath as a child, you know, and, and you know, it's growing up and not being able to explain what's going on and picking up on all these things and not knowing that's what it is. And it's insane. So to be able to identify with it, that's pretty awesome. And it's always better to do it and feel it and let it out than it is to try to sweep it under the rug because it just makes it so much worse <laughs> and it doesn't go away <laughs> at least not yeah. for me until I acknowledge or validate it it will not go away it's all yeah <laughs> don't be mean to my dog set on me <laughs> on me he loves you <laughs> but uh, just yeah so anyway wow that's great um, um I was talking about the Madison seminary investigation <laughs> that was pretty intense it actually i walked into this room and uh started getting this horrible feeling like stomach pain and i walked out and eventually it started going towards my back and i was it brought me to my knees and my eyes started watering because it hurt so bad and um the only way i could describe it was it felt like back labor and i was like if, fun. You, if you don't know what it is that's what it is. Um, yeah. I ended up actually telling our cameraman, Kendall, I said, quit filming me. I said, I, I'm no use to you right now. Quit filming me. And he was like, okay. So like, you know, he's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I understand that you're here to capture <laughs> the paranormal and what's going on. Um, the great thing about our cameraman, they're so respectful when you tell them like, Hey, get, don't film me for this or whatever they, or I don't want to talk about that. They're like, okay, like no big deal. Um, but that location was weird because Brian, Brian cannot take it if something happens to me. He is very protective of me and I love it. It's very sweet, but he got really like, he was really worried because I was on the ground, essentially on my knees. And he yeah. finally was like, stop, it like whatever whatever you're trying to tell her don't like knock it off do it to me if you need to but leave her alone and the weird thing about that was like right after he had said that it just went away and then he started acting all funky and like his mood changed completely and he was wiped out the rest of the night and he's like i don't know how to do that and i was like okay so we need to talk about this i was like yes it takes a toll on me but I know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. I do not know how to handle when it happens to you because mm -hmm. you don't get things like that. I was like, so like, don't take one for the team on this part. Like, because right. it's very <laughs> awkward for me to try to comfort you. Yeah. Like, I think I came up to him and I was like, Hey, I was like, you thirsty. I had two bottles of water and he was like, yeah, thank you. I said, both of these are mine. You better like I was like mean to him. <laughs> I said he laughed and I was like, okay. I was like, but really, here's your water. <laughs> I've never felt like that on any investigation I've ever been yeah. to. 
Yeah, if you played a dangerous game there, my friend. You know what? Falling around, you have you don't know what you're doing. It is hard because you know, in not to say you don't know what you're doing, but there is a difference between mediums and people who are gifted who understand because we're on that other level. It's not that we're better, it's just that we have different responsibilities we'll say and so we we connect with spirit in, in a different way than someone who just not just in a bad way so don't want anyone taking that the, bad, the wrong way but when you go in and you don't have those gifts you're not connected or have the understanding or the control that it requires to be safe about it i guess it's it's hard and that's one of the first things i teach people that i mentor with and everything else do not in any way for any reason ever even joke around telling a spirit they can come home with you because they absolutely will um we you are know, going on investigations, you know, but even telling it to do it, do, do to you, do to me, not her. Well, you're lucky. That's all it did was wipe you out and kind of like teach you a lesson because it can stay with you for days or, you know, stay with you. And it's very dangerous. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, people don't realize, you know, do you carry myself. anything with you. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian. Yeah. I wasn't myself. Um, I was, uh, I would say, very angry i was angry because um i didn't want to see anything happen to her right so i did as well say stop filming me we're done here and i walked and uh i didn't more investigating that night as a matter of fact i went back to my my hotel room and fell asleep with my clothes and shoes and everything on i was so wiped out that it was it was intense. I, it was intense for sure. I bet. Do you carry anything like a uh, Satan Michael medal with you or anything cross or when you're out on your investigations or do any of those prayers, protection prayers or anything? I, yeah, I got some things, but I don't have them on right now. No, <laughs> but is, I'm saying when you're, when you're out there, just, you know, just, you know, I always go in very respectful though. And I try not to, uh, push up on anything? Nope. I try not to. You know, <laughs> you just don't mess with Richie here, and I'm good to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we know how that is, huh, Michael? Oh, my God. The one time we were at this one place, and I, I was like, oh, this guy's touching me. Oh, yeah, and he was this awful guy, and I'm describing him. I had my recorder out, and I was just sticking my hand in the room, and I'm going on about this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he was the same other thing, and I'm hearing something behind me and other people were there too. And I'm like, I turn around and Mike's like, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, a couple of St. Michael <laughs> prayers like, and a little holy said, water. doesn't work. I'm here for? <laughs> I was like, that's my job. <laughs> don't chase him away. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm working. Like don't tell things not to me. I'm like, I'm not telling anything. It needs my energy or anything. I never do that. There's plenty yeah. of equipment that we bring that if you need energy, take it from that. Do not use my energy. But I'm like, part of right. our investigation is me being able to feel things. Like, you know, like, you know when the investigations, you start running out of stuff where you're like, okay, I don't know what to ask. I don't know what right. to like. Part of mine's like, well, let's go over here because I'm just feeling drawn over there. Or do you like meatloaf? That's a weird question to ask, but it popped in my head. And now we're getting on to something else. 
And when you were like, don't mess with her at all, like she's off limits, it's like, well, you're, you're taking away my fun. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we're supposed to do. Well, yeah. I know you guys. <laughs> And especially when you got an SLS and a thermal camera and everything else going, yep, there's something there. And then, you know. Right. Um, how are we doing for time, guys, for your end? Uh, I've probably got about 10 more minutes, if that's okay. Yeah, of I course. understand yeah, that. And, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> what's it say? What? What's that mean? There's a comment at the bottom. Thing. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't going to just yeah. go there unless you knew that's what you were doing. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to go there. It's just they don't realize that oh, we're really? on eight different platforms at one time yeah. right now. So, yeah, yeah, we're coming to you from WLFE DB Radio. Uh, Where's my Sage Facebook page? Where's my Sage YouTube page? Tactical Bigfoot Research on Facebook. Tactical Bigfoot on YouTube. Uh, Chrissy Lemon's public page. On I'm Facebook and on YouTube and uh, Christie's uh, Christy London's business page. So when folks look at numbers, sometimes they only see yeah. where we're at on one location. So yeah. I think that's where it, uh, what they were getting at. Uh, so I wanted to be like, you're just a gym now, aren't you? Yeah. Thanks. Well, <clears throat> I, I, I here. <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah. Hi Chelsea. So, There's one of our one of our yeah. And actually, you know, Mike Mikey got on. She's getting out with mm -hmm. us, but you know, they, she's coming in from us from uh, from overseas. A lot of our oh yeah, she from, gets from, from the uh, you know uh, yeah uh, Netherlands and in, in England and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. so I was I was going to avoid that one, uh, but uh, that's all right. You know? Brian's like, wait, so, hold on, what? Yep. <laughs> oh, no, I, love love it. It. I love it. I love it. To be non discreet, and I was. Yeah. Just like, but yeah, just yeah. say something. <laughs> but I, I learned a long time ago. You, I don't, uh, I don't try to single those guys out. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, it's it's fine know. because they have no clue that you know. And then tomorrow, this will go out to twenty yeah. different locations. Pretty much every one of your top ten podcast locations and some. So yeah. you guys well, will be out there everywhere. I'm uh, to well, great. I yeah. mean, no pressure, right? No. It, it, you know, know. we were on TV. I think that ship has sailed. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, we were on Roku TV for a couple of weeks, and then the gentleman that was running it decided oh, he was going to yeah. retire and and shut his <laughs> his network down. So we're out looking for another oh, network yeah. right now. So and that'll be happening again very very soon. Uh, so talks and work on that. Um, so I'd like to know because you know, ha have you? What are you? What's up and coming in the future? Is there going to be another season? Are you going to be returning? Are you allowed to even talk about any of this? You know? Well, we're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not allowed to talk about if there's going to be another season. Um, we're just allowed to say stay tuned. Um, Brian and I have some things that we're working on that we can't talk about, but it'll be... Follow our social media because we will be posting about it okay. um, in the near future. And we're very excited about it. Um, awesome. It's something that we love doing. And uh, we can't give too much information away, unfortunately. Okay. We still have to pump the brakes because 
That's how this. We get it. That's oh, oh we, we, we get it. Tonight, we get it. <laughs> tonight, I actually can make an announcement, and that's what I was going to do in the second half. So the Instagram is up. Their Facebook is up. Um, Small Town Monsters actually has a brand new Bigfoot thing coming out that I'm in, and I got the okay 7 o'clock this morning. So nice. you just yeah. you yeah, wait to say things, and you just whoop. I know. Me, you know, it's, you know, and I was, didn't want to pull from you guys. That's why I didn't say it at the beginning. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you, you get those things and you're just like, shh, yeah. Shh, yeah. You know? yeah hard, I was with the it? film crew, but I was not anywhere part of the film. Yeah. Very, like, very soon. Well, uh, there'll be some information out, I'm sure. Awesome. Okay. And I, and I just posted the Instagram again. So not, not to be a, Diva brat, but I think you put an N where the R ah. Well, I'll go through and pull oh, those wait, out oh, and we'll do it again. Oh. Sorry, I didn't have a chance to check his spelling and his grammar yet. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, you just missed the R. You were typing fast, probably. Oh, yeah, I will fix it. Like right <laughs> I'm, I'm putting the user in timeout. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! Oh, I can wow. I can fix these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So Brian, yeah. <laughs> in doing all of this investigative work, and and um, you know, for as long as you've been doing it, even with your own group, have you discovered? See, I believe that we all have these gifts and we have these senses, but some of us are, you know, naturally tapped in, you know, from the word go, some of us learn to do it. Some of us open up at different times. Some of us can shut it down. Where do you fall into this category? Do you, are you aware or do you acknowledge any gifts of your own? I have no gifts. Mine is all, why are you shaking your head? I, I literally, <laughs> Go into a location. She'll call you out. <laughs> Ooh, all of you. you guys so you go into the location and what? <laughs> I go into a location and I let the evidence tell me the story. And I don't go in with a whole lot of feelings or I can't walk into a room and just come overwhelmed, you know what I mean, or, or feel things that I that I think. I uh, I just I don't know. I just go in there and get at it. Didn't Rochelle just say a little while ago that you know she'll follow you if you're drawn to a certain area, you know, or you feel a pull to go somewhere? I mean, she yeah, she does. Like I was talking about, like I'll say to go to this area. But, oh, I thought you okay. said he will feel like you said he would go because he says, oh, I feel like we should go over here. We should go over there. Her. He'll, <laughs> he'll do that. And I just, I will, I'll just go with the flow when she says that okay. I think we need to go over here. I'll go over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's where I'm at, I guess. That's honest answer. That's all I was looking for. That's but awesome. in your own own investigations, who picks the location? What do you mean? Like who picks where we're going or where, where you're going to go? When you decide, when you say, 
I want to go to this penitentiary. I want to go to this graveyard. I want to go to this haunted ship, this military location. Who's your your thinker, your pusher for those kind of locations? I'd say everybody on our team at home. If somebody wants to go, they'll bring it to the attention of the team. We'll discuss it and we'll get at it. I don't think there's one person that's like, I'm I'm calling this, we're doing this. I think if somebody on the team has a, if Michelle said she wants to go to uh, Madison Seminary, then we're going to look at it and see if it's doable and we're going to go do it. You know, I don't, we don't really single it out. Whoever comes up with the idea, we'll go with it. But it's not that, that gut of, hmm, I really am drawn to this, this location for something. There's going to there. Okay. I will say this. There is a location that we've recently done. Why are you laughing more? <laughs> I love this. This is great. It takes the heat off of me tonight. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> There's a location that we've recently gone to that, unlike any other, um, I cannot get it out of my head. I have thought about it on a daily basis. I want to be there as much as possible. I feel very, I feel like I'm supposed to be there. And it's really the only location that's really ever done that to me. Just made me so invested in it that I have to, I feel like I need to be there. It's not New York, is it? It's not New York. Okay, good. All right. It's not that place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I know what it is. Um, but I'm, I'm constantly thinking about it, and, and uh, I feel like I have un, unfinished business there. Huh? Nothing. We'll talk about it later. You don't oh. want to do it right now. Oh boy. <laughs> can you guys take? Can you guys take one more question from the audience? Sure. Okay. So uh, Penny asks: Has there been any place that you've gone to that really scares the? Uh, H-E double hockey sticks out of you. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got a button for this. It scares the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I say, oh, I was supposed to be spelling the curse words all this time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I That's try to behave. Idea. It doesn't it's always my- work. <laughs> because once I get started, it's just a bad, bad hill down. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I wouldn't say scared the hell out of me um so once you once this becomes your passion or something that you love to do your hobby um i feel like as paranormal investigators it takes us a little bit more to get scared you can startle me all you want like that will happen that Mm -hmm. happens at home when my kids sneak up behind me it startles me um i haven't been to a location that i've been super scared. Uh, Madison Seminary, I was worried um, because that was the first time I had the experience where something that I was feeling had actually brought me to my knees. Um, So I was worried there. I guess you could kind of say scared, but more of like I was leery. Like I was like, I don't know what it is capable of right now. And I don't know why it was I was trying to figure out why it was making me or allowing me to feel that. Um, so I was leery of that place. Um, 
but scared no i want to go to it sounds horrible it makes me sound super unprofessional and not like a good paranormal investigator i want to go to a place that scares the shit out of me that makes me want to run fear for my life like scary movie scared i want that and then i'm like you want that and then when it happens <laughs> like what are you gonna do and um no like my does that sound bad that I want that? No. I Why? I hate when people put the pressure or say that there has to be this stipulation that if you're a paranormal investigator, you can't be ever be scared or that you can't ever pick up on something that's not okay and, and have it make you fearful, truly fearful. Yeah. I mean, I think that's all part of the process. We're still human beings. I, I'm not going to lie and say that I've never been afraid or taken off down the hall when something scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Did I go back? Yeah. But in the, in the moment, I'm still human and it caught me off guard, dude. So you know what? Just like anything else, I'm going to make sure I'm ready, you know, especially as a medium. So it's kind of like, you're right. A lot of times we can be pushed harder or, you know, and it takes more, mm -hmm. but I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, saying, yeah, that scared me and I need to regroup so I can go back to me. That's responsible and smart. Yeah. But not, you don't know what you're dealing with and you have to be ready for anything. Not yeah. every. Good for no, you. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. I've thrown a punch at a location. Oh, I played possum at a location. So apparently when I get scared, that's what I do. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what play possum is, but it's yeah. the same location who threw a punch. Um, <laughs> It was, a it was a shadow figure, wasn't it, coming at us? Yeah, there was like a shadow figure we were, type thing. We were sitting on the ground, and we seen what looked like a shadow figure, and we were trying to, like, figure out how, like, if it was the windows or whatnot. We were trying to debunk that, and it was over in this corner, and we couldn't figure out where the shadow was coming from, um, and we rolled a ball to it, and the ball rolled back, and it started coming towards us and Brian goes to throw a punch and I just lay down on the floor. <laughs> oh God. That was a reaction. Like, <laughs> I tried to punch her. Did you see that? And then she was a possum. Yeah. I'm just going to melt into the floor over here so I can still watch it. Yeah. But, <laughs> So well, you didn't run. You didn't run, right? We didn't do nothing. We sat there, and I beat her, and she possumed. Yeah. <laughs> but, but not every location's got to be scary. I mean, it's that historical, oh. that's that, that history, you know? But, I mean, I was with one investigator, and I ran down a hall chasing corners and everything. We chased something for about a good three, four minutes, and we realized that's not a person we're chasing because we were on a group expedition because... If and it wasn't a shadow because if we kept doing 90 degree turns down the hallway and we both went back on, I don't know what that was because we got to a dead end and there's nobody here. And we walked back shaking <laughs> our heads. And I'm like, okay. And then I got pushed when we got downstairs. And I'm like, okay, uh, we'll put this one in a notebook, you know, the non believers notebook that this happens. And <laughs> it was funny to watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. What can I tell you? <laughs> Just curious, do you guys as a group, either with your own group or um, with the Ghost Hunter group, do you practice any kind of protection before and after? I think that together? has. The, we don't do things together. Um, I think everyone has their own um, little thing that they do. Okay. And I mean, 
I know that at locations that we go to before I leave, I tell whoever's there that they're not allowed to come home with me, that they have to stay at the location. I will come back, but they aren't allowed to follow me. Um, and it's more just a kind of a protection for me. Um, I also have a, uh, protection ring that I wear on investigations that's supposed to ward off negative um, energy. Um, sometimes I wear it. Sometimes I don't like, sometimes I feel like it works and sometimes I don't. And I wonder if it's like, I don't know. Like I, you have to, no, you have to believe in the things that you're doing for them to work. Yes. Otherwise it doesn't. So mm -hmm. for some reason, as opposed to the ring I put on and sometimes I'm like, oh, this is going to protect me. And the other times I'm like, does it though? And I feel like when I'm like, does it, then I'm like, there's no point in wearing it, Rochelle, if you're not going to believe in it. And I believe so much in the words of me saying you're not allowed to follow me home that it I, works for me. Yeah. It's all in your intention. You're right. If you don't believe in what you're saying or what you're doing, mm -hmm. you're right. It's, it's, there's no power behind it then. I have a rosary that I bring to location. I don't keep it on me. Um, it's more for uh, my adoptive dad that he's a. Uh, Yes. He he always messages me. He's like, "You got your rosary." I'm like, "Yes, I have the rosary with me." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's, he feels better when right. I know right. I have it. With him. Like, it's it's in my backpack. It's at the location I got. It. I'm like, "It'll be okay." <laughs> That's great, though. Oh, Awesome. Oh, thank you, Gina. No, oh, that's so nice. Well, do you guys need to go? We want to, we don't want to keep you if you need to, if you need to go. Probably do. We could probably do one yes. more question if you have it. Okay. Um, what's your favorite piece of equipment to use on a on an investigation? Bineural microphone. I love it. I told you earlier that I was an audio girl. I absolutely Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You love this piece of equipment. On Ghost Hunters, you'll see it's that weird looking ear thing. Um, what it does is it mimics human hearing, but only amplifies it. So it's like supersonic mom hearing. And if you hear something coming from the right or the left or the front or the back, you can, it's directional. So you can tell why you're wearing it, which direction it's coming from. And, you know, when we're investigating, we always hear disembodied voices. You know, you hear that, but you never know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You're like, 
said this with this thing, you know exactly what they're saying. And I had so many good results with it. Um, awesome. I'm absolutely amazed by it. Uh, Does it record too? Yes. So okay. you can either plug your headphones directly into it or you can plug, there's an aux cord that goes into your recorder and then you plug your headphones into your recorder. And um, it's, it's it, really great. It's actually my favorite piece too. <laughs> when we go, when we do events and things and investigations or whatnot, um, with the guests that come, we always like to make every one of them try it. And this last investigation that we just went on with um, our guests, we went up into the smaller, it was an attic, but there were kind of holes in the floor. So we kind of had to stay in one place. And we had every one of them put it on and take a turn and I'd have them close their eyes. And then one of us would snap and they would have to tell us where it was coming from. And at one point in time, I went to the opposite end of the attic, which it was a fairly big attic. And I whispered, um, and then they had to tell me what I was whispering. So it's it was fun because mm. like, it's cool to see it in action. It's got, mm. It kind of throws you off at first when you first put it on, though, because it is amplified. And you can hear, like, you're breathing. And if you had – if it's Taco Tuesday, you can hear the digestion. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can hear your stomach processing it. And you're like, oh, God. So it, so it doesn't get rid of okay. any of that that background noise or anything. Well, you can, there's a switch on it too, that you can do like flat and whatnot, and it'll drown out some of the background noise. Um, it kind of depends. I usually go onto a location and I'll try each either setting. And it's almost like being at the eye doctor where it's like one or two. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I was like, slow down. <laughs> have, have you used it outside at all or mostly indoors? Um, I mostly do it indoors. Um, I think, I don't think, I actually don't think I've ever used it outside. Um, I, it'd have to be the right location. Um, like very, very, very isolated because even when you're in the house, sometimes you can pick up like cars going by and things like that. Uh, um, it'd have to be an isolated location, I think. I was thinking deep in the woods somewhere and, you know, yeah. see if you could pick up on animal mm -hmm. movement and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Well, when we get together, we'll bring it and you can try it out. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Tell us where. <laughs> That's great. Um, I already said the same thing. Oh. I just wasn't as long-winded. <laughs> this is this is when you go whack. <laughs> yeah, I get hit a lot. You know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Don't be about your wife like that. <laughs> I got excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> When Brian says everything, I'm like, ditto. And <laughs> ditto. That's what I love it. Yeah. Which, when I, I don't know if you know why I say it. Do you guys know why I say ditto? It's kind of oh. like a joke, essentially, but not really a funny joke. No. Ghost. Oh, yes. Where ditto. He says, ditto. And he would never say, I love you. Yes. He only says ditto. Aww. So, like, uh. Jeez, you guys, are you kidding me? It I'm wasn't Roadhouse, wasn't watching it. <laughs> because you Stupid boys. What the what? <laughs> what it was from? Oh, you think it was funny? You don't laugh at my joke so far? I laugh at it. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Brian. Brian. 
It is cheesy, but I bet you do it at least once now, and then you're going to be like, ah. See. <laughs> yeah, Brian was supposed to be with us yeah. for the panel, and we internet gotta love it. it kills you all the time oh yeah yeah Poor well guy. let's pick yeah. a location halfway between we can definitely all get together mm -hmm. that definitely works love it definitely love it let's do it yeah. all right yeah we definitely all right we'll all right. It and we'll figure it out you guys have been We'd awesome too thank you so much and thank you for making the time we know you have yes. going on this second so we really are so glad it worked out and you could be here with us yeah, yeah for sure Oh my goodness. Oh, and I just got to say, because it's really bugging me when I was describing the whole um, hygienist um, assistant thing, I feel like I totally downplayed the hygiene by saying, oh, she cleans teeth. That is, I so feel like I just made that sound awful and it's not the way I meant it to come out. So, no, okay. Like if I describe everything I actually do, you guys are gonna like your yeah. eyes are gonna glaze over and not pay yeah. attention. Well, I yeah. am, I clean teeth. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Like, I know how much you guys, and I'm like, oh, and I did this, and I'm like, oh shoot, that was really awful. <laughs> <laughs> Me fine. I didn't. I didn't play at all. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. I just felt bad. So, all right. Well, we will let you guys go, but we will definitely be in touch. Um, we wish you all the best, and thank you very much for all the time you spent with us today. This <laughs> thank is you. Great. Thank you guys. Thank you guys yep. for having yeah. us. Thank you. A really good time. Yeah. And please stay safe. So. Yes. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. All yeah, right. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great Bye. night. Bye. 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 <laughs> wow. That's awesome. They are really fantastic. So, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're so us. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. One, 100%. So. Uh, Could you imagine being in the same room with them? It's going to be awesome. <laughs> So we got some got some Bigfoot news. We got some news from my end, and uh, you know, uh, I know. Show a little bit. Take a commercial break before we. Yeah, do take, we'll take a quick take commercial break, and then we'll come back. As if we don't do that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, did I even? I don't think I downloaded the new one yet. Oh well, it'll be old commercial. Sounds like a blow my nose. All good. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know what? Then I will play this video. So, oh. great news, guys. Um. I've been kind of keeping it quiet for the last uh, six months, but I was part of a, a very large Bigfoot project with Seth from uh, Small Town Monsters and his great crew over there. So I can now officially show the trailer of On the Trail of Bigfoot, The Journey. So let's go ahead and share this screen. So here we go. Hey, where's the play button? We're actually gonna we're gonna do that in full screen. Actually, hang on one second. Hey, help if I unmute the thing. Let me try it unmuted. There we go. Michael, I can't hear anything.
All right, let me uh, retry this again with sound. I guess for some reason it didn't hey, want to come across with sound. So the whole rest of the show, we had no technical difficulties, knock on wood. So of course. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me try this again one more time with sound. People will never forget it now, though. That's no, I know. Right? But <laughs> yeah. So the, the Kickstarter starts on that on Thursday night at 7 o'clock Eastern, and they're going to be blasting out. So let me try this again one more time. Why the audio didn't share it. It's so weird because I usually don't have oh, that problem. Really is that weird? <laughs> uh, no, but we're going to try no. it again. Folks, yeah. let me know if you can hear yeah. it or not. And again, if not, you know, after seeing my ugly mug, it's also a good time to maybe run and grab something to drink. So <laughs> let's try it again. All right. There he is. There we go. Okay. There, there I am. Yep. I got to start this thing here. Okay. Do we have sound now? Yes. Yes. Okay. personal level, this is probably the place where I finally considered the possibility of the Bigfoot was real. region. This is a great pathway for them. There's not a lot of people living in that region. There's a lot of unexplored land and forests. I think that Whitehall almost functions as a gateway to this area and kind of uh, what we talked about a lot of the researchers was the possibility of migrational routes and, and the way these things are moving into other states into Vermont where there's other sightings and then you have this vast wilderness. One thing that's impressed me in, in the 40 years is how this topic can be a life changer. As it came around the side of the truck, looked me right in the eye. I was pretty much paralyzed with fear and shock and awe. I went to jump in the truck and when I turned, there was about an eight and a half foot one standing behind the truck. And as I was coming down a hill and I was looking up, and all of a sudden I see this big shadow and stepped over the fence and I look at it, I go, oh my God.
So that is our upcoming film. That's one that looks sus- amazing. Yeah, and I mean, he. There's a bunch of things coming out. There's another Bigfoot that'll be out after that. There's a Rudaroo coming out. They have it on the trail of UFOs that's hitting. And right now, for you ghost folks, check out their on the trail of hauntings. And uh, Seth gave me the permission today to you know share that and get the word out. And uh, like I said, small town monsters. Their stuff is what got me started into. the Bigfoot realm, especially the Whitehall area. So uh, it was really cool to wake up this morning and say, hey, this is out there. Um, and again, they're, we always told him we would make sure we were there when he was ready to rock and roll. And they've got their Kickstarter starting to help, you know, with the production of getting some of the, uh, you know, the, the DVDs out. They're going to have a tabletop book with some of the photos. And I'll tell you what, we went to some locations that were absolutely amazing. And people ask all the time, you know, why do you do the Bigfoot thing? Because, like, the scene behind me, those are photos from locations, and that's from the Everglades where I did things. Um, there's some amazing spots in the, you know, in the Adirondacks that we've got to in the Whitehall area. It's absolutely amazing um, because you can do Bigfoot. You can go up the road a little bit, the, 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 the skiing house, skiing, skiing manor, and that's a haunted house on top of Castle, overlooks the valley. So you can do paranormal down there. You can go up to... Uh, lake champlain and go look for champ i mean it's it's an amazing amazing place um mm-hmm. to go and just get away i mean it's four hours for me i just jump in the car and go um but yeah yep. i mean i you know i i appreciate seth and i was very honored to be part of that project myself and steve calls part of the squash detective team so we're getting that out there um and then yeah. alex Petrikoff, and we had Alex on the show as well, and I'm going to be on uh, Alex's show yes. on on Monday night. So again, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a big Bigfoot day, and unfortunately, I'm up against yeah. the brand new debut of Finding Bigfoot. <laughs> so <laughs> they're, they're coming back out again. I'm like on Monday night of all times. So uh, Brian, have you ever been to what's what's we got here? Ever been to Rockton in PA? There's some lure here for Bigfoot. Uh, I might have driven through there. I've been to the Chestnut Ridge. I've been to the Alleghenies. In fact, I was supposed to be down towards the Alleghenies last night, but this wonderful <laughs> northeast storm uh, got but there and just thing. messed things up. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, so Gina's asking. Uh, I don't live far from the Everglades. I've been sighting. There's plenty of sightings down in the Everglades. Um, I ended up going out with uh, Aaron Phillips from. Uh, He's a survival guide. Life Survival was his podcast and, and show, but he was also on Naked and Afraid, and he's an outdoor guide for Animal Planet. We ended up going out, and that's where these photos are from and some of the others that I use, um, looking for some stuff. And we found some great, interesting, you know, some Indian burial grounds that were, were there, historical sites, uh, alligators and big snakes and everything kayaked in. And the shelter that we were in kept getting hit all night long by rocks of some sort grizzly bears um, uh we did <laughs> have, yeah, grizzly yeah, bears. We, you, you can actually yeah you can go back live on uh on youtube Sorry, it's one of I our resist our first ones march of last year and uh i'm trying to do a live stream and we had a uh a black bear come right into the middle of the camp and aaron's off chasing him off and i'm still trying to do the live stream and he's just like hey bear hey bear and chasing it out <laughs> Um, yeah, we no some, here, bear, 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 bear. yeah, we're, really? we're surrounded by water and, you know, it finds the only piece of dry land to come sneak up on us. 
And uh, <laughs> as I snort all night long, because I keep a recorder going, you can hear something hit the shelter. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. but you nice. know, I, I, I just quick for a break there. So folks to get up, I put that up, but we really need to thank uh, Brian and, and Rochelle from coming on yes. tonight and, and being with us. Uh, that you were great, for, weren't they, for guys? us is just a mirror of the two of us. I mean, the craziness <laughs> you can watch us. Watch us on an investigation with the two of us arguing at the 1890 house. I mean, it just, oh, <laughs> that was just a goofy, goofy <laughs> night. Um, but Absolutely. Yeah, Gina, there's there's definitely a lot of Bigfoot stuff you can look in. I plan on hopefully getting back down there um, mm-hmm. this winter again. And uh, actually, Aaron got a hold of me a month ago. A buddy of his had two sightings on their property at the north end of the glade. So you, you never know. But if anything, folks, remember when we go out and pick a location or do something, mm-hmm. It's there's usually a lot of history, um, a lot of local lore, be it the first settlers or the, the native peoples in the area, or, man, you just found the most beautiful place in the world to just go set up a campsite and, you know, run a, run yeah. a camera so so yeah that was my my big announcement is that you know on the trail of and again uh check Seth's stuff out because you're into werewolves or something like that he's got the whole thing on the beast of bray road and he's been a wonderful guest and a wonderful supporter of mm-hmm. our show so uh absolutely um everyone's asking at, where can you where can it be seen where can they watch it where can so they find you on your that's going to be coming debut. up that's going to be coming up in, it'll officially be out in april um and it'll be on amazon and all the big uh streaming services it'll be right off the small town monsters as a uh they have a youtube channel and they actually have a squad thing where they actually some of the hidden interviews or the full interviews from their their documentaries are on um so i find it's great um they just did the the mansfield reformatory as well and um you know watching them do a live doing live broadcasts as they're filming so watching the documentation uh, if you're into filmmaking, it's it's a great thing, and I've got a halo behind me for some reason. Um, it's no, not. It's, it's the green screen. It's gone now. I stretched <laughs> the screen out. Um, wow, but, Test. you know, <laughs> no, it's just it's very interesting to watch how a production's been put together, and and working with Seth, who's an amazing cinematographer, and Alex, and and the and Adam, and those guys. We're, we're great. And, uh, uh, Mark Mansky, uh, who does a wonderful, uh, they're, they've got another little podcast and stuff, but the, they found some great people to do their voiceover stuff. Um, the Momo, uh, Minerva monster. I mean, there's, there's just so many, like I said, that beast of white hall is, is one of those things that got me started because it was all law enforcement start sightings up in that Adirondack place and, you know, in the in neighborhood. And those were some of the first sites that Steve took me when I got started. Um, so got to give a thumbs up between those guys and, and Ryan reading over at uh, Western New York Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan reached out to me to do an investigation this week. So it's, yeah. it's been a really interesting Bigfoot turnaround. I thought I was going to have a little more info and stuff. But again, it's snowing and really cold up here. And if we weren't going out there, I'm sure the animals aren't moving out too much either. So yeah. I was not going to sit there with a thermal camera. And I know my partner here wouldn't go out for a Bigfoot thing like that either in a cold. <laughs> I see this right here. You could just, you know, use modern yeah. technology and, you know, like you did when you were in the Everglades last year. And I'll just say, hi, I'm going to sit right here in my warm house. And yeah. you can go sit in the 10 feet of snow and freeze your arse off because it ain't going to be me. <laughs> no. 
no. You know what? I'll put a little link here to Small Town Monsters in the uh, the chat here. Give me my microphone over a little bit here. So, what else has everybody else been doing? So, we thank the folks that actually got on with us the other yes. day when we we did our investigation. Um, yeah, that was so that was, that house was just gorgeous, beautiful, and the interaction was fantastic. We we had some really good interaction. It's uh, yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, for those that watched and we we saw the the basket on the ground, we could not figure out why it was there or when it was there. It was there before we got down. But again, like like you know, Rochelle was saying about reviewing your evidence. You know, we waited. Uh, we got back and packed in our separate rooms and we're looking at evidence and text us to each other like, hey. That thing was on the floor, but we can't understand how it was on the floor. The owner right. or the how the we didn't see it. Owner slash caretaker of the property <laughs> couldn't figure out who was who things were. Um, how it got on the floor and how it was placed the way it was because if it fell, it would have been like quirky and off, and it was just yeah. It still blows my mind that neither, neither of us saw it because it was such a shock when I walked around that corner and saw it, but. There's four piece of four, four yeah. foot piece of something. Mm -hmm. Neither of us. I mean, Christy walked right up to the thing. How she didn't trip on it. How mm -hmm. I didn't notice when I turned to look at her. Um, I mean, that was just weird. Um, but man, yeah. Because anyone chance, who knows me knows I'll trip over anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was it was really really cruel. So yeah, that small town cruel? monsters made Gina remember. Cruel. Cool. <laughs> cool. I am get I am gonna get hearing aids because maybe at uh, I hope like so. my speech. So uh, <laughs> too many years of diving, I think. Just kind of thing. Um, yes, my friend, I think it's time. <laughs> all right. It was cool to see that. It was a Saturday night. I still didn't see it. Yeah, it's it's right there at the end, uh, Lori and Dave. It's 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 Thank really you. a cool, cool thing. Um so next week we've got uh Stacy coming on from naked stacy yep. osorio yes 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 yep and she she was on naked and afraid she's a two-time survivalist um but she does some other things too and she's a podcaster as well and that's really big for her right now so we're going to talk a lot about that and she has a new project coming up that she's working on so um it'll be very interesting i love how all the naked and afraiders are healers or holistic and have so many other things going on which is why they end up being on Naked and Afraid because it all ties into what they are already doing and who they already are. So it'll be really interesting to talk to I her. got, yeah, I got tied into her because she was interested in martial arts. And the next thing you know, we we're talking about Bigfoot. And I'm like, how did we go from Kung Fu <laughs> to Bigfoot? Right. Where did that intersect somewhere? Because I've yet to see a hairy Bigfoot Kung Fu guy. Um, there is the, urine. I, I don't know, but, uh, that's the Chinese Bigfoot, but I don't never seen somebody do a meme of him doing Kung Fu or anything yet. So, um, so that's what we got. Uh, we're a little yeah. early tonight. Um, but we'll have some stuff coming up. We do we'll have to try to yes. figure out some, some stuff. We're going to be helping out another up and coming podcast to uh, get mm -hmm. their stuff started soon. In yes. a couple of weeks. And that yes. will be a whole interesting platform with energy and animals so uh, mm -hmm. we're looking forward it's gonna to be great so yeah that's and it'll be new that's something we haven't done yet before yep. so that's gonna be great i know i'm looking forward to that so, i am uh, and animals give off their own energy you know it's a whole different, whole different um thing. 
for those that are still with us, please like, share, subscribe. We still have the Instagram thing going, uh, the giveaway, so I'll pop that up there quick. Uh, go over there, please like our Instagram, share our Instagram, share our YouTube, share our Facebook. Um, we're trying to get those numbers up, so please, if you can help us any way you can, share that that YouTube, that share that Instagram. Um, I'd really like to get tell up your to, family, tell your friends. Yeah, get up that 500 followers, you know, on YouTube and and Instagram, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it just it helps us do some other things because other platforms and uh, i gotta come back to the comments i was in the wrong thing whoa <laughs> i love this guy <laughs> <laughs> Poor so dog. For those, those listening in on our podcast later on brian's <laughs> bearded paranormal out of pennsylvania and he his technology didn't help him he was supposed to be on we really wanted his energy you know, for the yeah. panel, but is yeah, my dog gives uh, gives off fat and lazy energy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know that. I have one that doesn't move, and the other one just keeps barking in my face all the time. So. <laughs> They're it's good time girl. Release the hounds. So, yeah. All so right. stay tuned because we do have some investigations planned and some up and coming events this summer, and probably a couple more this spring. So yeah, it's going to be wild and crazy. Hopefully. Yep. As long as COVID cooperates. <laughs> And the weather. Hey, I got my first shot. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I had it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I did it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> so, <was> great. <laughs> so I got to remember right. to download the next commercial. And uh, so, but check out our WLFE DB radio and please like and share um, their Facebook page. Uh, subscribe. Teddy Bridge, subscribe it. You know, you know, I, I know it's a lot guys, but we, we do really appreciate the, the, the support. Uh, gets the word out there, and um, folks can find out a little bit more with us when we're doing some other investigations. And hopefully somewhere down the line, we can get some folks out to do some investigations with us when you're close. By. Yeah, so. we have a whole bunch of ideas in the works. So stay tuned, you guys, for sure. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, in the meantime, stay, if you're in our area, stay warm, <laughs> stay safe and dry, stay healthy, and have a great week. And sample on. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.